Hi, and welcome back to MBEF's In the Know podcast. This is your host, Ellen Padnos. I'm an MBEF board member and have a middle schooler and a Miracosta Mustang. To new parents who are just joining the district, welcome, and we're so happy to have your family as part of MBUSD. To everyone else, welcome back and hope your kids are off to a great start this school year. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. I absolutely loved pulling it together. I thought I knew what MBEF does, but after talking to so many administrators, teachers, and children around the district, I learned that they do so much more. We often think of MBEF as providing enrichment. Music, gym, library, makerspace, zero period, art, etc. But what struck me most when doing these interviews is that MBEF is doing so much more for our students. The work going on behind the scenes is extraordinary. There is so much care and focus on personalized learning, teacher development, and the whole child. I hope you enjoy this episode, and it gives you a greater peek into the wonderful work being done by the district thanks to you. It's parent donations that make MBEF programs happen. Please make sure you listen to the end or skip to the end if I'm bringing you too much. We have three extraordinary high schoolers who share how MBEF has showed up for them throughout their education. Thanks so much for listening. Hillary, thanks for sitting down with me again. Today we're not going to talk about funding details and why we have the need to raise this extra money through MBEF. If any of our listeners are interested in that and a really deep dive into why we need additional funding, please look back at our episode from November 11th, 2021. Hillary, you do a great job there going through how the state funds us and why we need these additional dollars. But before we get started with the kids and some of the teachers and administrators at the schools, I just wanted to sit down and ask you a few quick questions. So first, let's cover some of the basics. How much do we receive from the state of California per student per year? These are great questions, Ellen, and and certainly very complicated. I will uh, attempt to boil it down to some really basic numbers. Great. Um, The state of California relies on a local control funding formula to distribute funding on a per student basis for education in our TK through 12 districts. And the state of California decides on what that number is going to be on an average basis. And we here in Manhattan Beach qualify really for what's called the the basic level of funding. And that is around, in our case, $13,000 per pupil. Okay. The numbers I'm using are from the 21-22 year because those are the numbers that are reflective uh, across the state that we have access to. We know that that number of 13,000 is 2,000 below state average for education. So the 13,000 that we receive is comparable then to the over 15,000 that another district might receive, which includes supplemental funding to help support programs for more students that have more needs, like foster youth or English language learners. Okay. On top of that 13,000, we're able to grow that in our community to about 15,000 in order to support our students. And we do that through a variety of sources. 
The primary one is the Manhattan Beach Education Foundation. For 40 years now, we have been supplementing what we receive from the state through voluntary donations to our Ed Foundation. On top of the funding that is directed to education through MBEF, the PTAs contribute on a smaller scale. Uh, an example would be a technology fund that each PTA raises to be able to support the district in technology needs and supplies. Um, and in addition to that, there's a small parcel tax as well, which contributes about $2.4 million on average to the overall budget that equates to about $400 per student in our district as well. Okay, great. So once you add in our state funding plus MBEF plus PTA plus the parcel tax, do you have a number for what we have per student? Yes, our total revenue per pupil is just over 16000 Okay, great. Wow, that's pretty incredible. So thanks to those three additional sources, that, what is that, a almost 20% increase per student? Yes. That's, that's significant. It's absolutely significant. So over time, the education, the curriculum, the educator positions that we, through MBF, are able to fund have been really a, an expected part of what our community receives, what our students receive in their day. And if we don't raise the funding to help support those positions, then they will be cut. And it's often taken as a surprise. It's, it's, it's shocking to someone that Wait, we would lose our makerspace specialists if we don't raise the five to six million dollars every year right. in order to support the district budget? So every year it's that same race again to we have to get to our goal in order to just maintain the level of education and quality that our families expect. Precisely. Okay. E exactly right. And and every year that's why we call it the annual appeal. That was, thank you, you're actually leading me into my next question. This is our annual appeal at MBEF. Can you tell me why this is an important time and what the annual appeal really is? Sure, absolutely. Our Ed Foundation has been somewhere between eight to 10% of the district budget every year. And without that eight to 10% dedicated directly to these specific programs that we fund at the various levels, those programs go away. There's no additional funding that the district receives from the state that supports music in elementary schools. There's no funding that supports additional counselors, twice as many at the high school. So without the voluntary contributions, we have no way to support it. Okay, great. Is this where the bulk of your goal comes from, the great, annual appeal? Great question. So every year, our foundation, you know, is a, a potential eight to ten percent of the district budget. That typically is somewhere between six to seven plus million dollars that we're contributing to MBUSD. That six to seven million dollars comes from a variety of sources. The majority is going to come from our annual appeal, the voluntary parent donations that we raise from the beginning of the school year through the end of January. That's typically around five million dollars. 
that's not obviously the six to seven million that we grant. So on top of the voluntary parent contributions, we also have a disbursement from our endowment. That disbursement from the endowment can be anywhere up to 5% of the average of the endowment balance at the end of the calendar year. That adds another 1.1, 1.2 million dollars to what we raise in the annual appeal. That is a big number. <laughs> it's it's a huge source of sustainable funding. That's awesome. It's something that our founders thought of and were dedicated to for years to get to the point where it disperses this much. Great. It was hard to hold on to that funding for quite a while, especially in the times of cuts, but obviously it's paid off. And on top of that, disbursement from the endowment. We also have community partner relationships. We also raise funding just through interest. We have a, a very savvy, sophisticated, and professional volunteer board who has put a policy in place to ensure that we can invest some of the money that we um, receive from donations to raise interest before we actually pay for the grants that we um, then pay for through the district. Okay. So we have created a intelligent cycle of fundraising and contributing to the grants um, at NBUSD. Great. Thank you. And thank you so much for all you do because you're pulling this together dollar by dollar for, for our students. So thank you. One more question, just something fun before I go out and talk to some teachers and kids and see how MBEF impacts their every day. It's the beginning of the school year. What are you most excited about in our schools this year? The beginning of the school year is always an exciting and fast-paced endeavor for our foundation and especially for me as I get to go around to all the different campuses and interact with the parents, the educators, the administrators and really see the work over the summer and the work over you know multiple years coming to fruition and in this year in particular I am very encouraged and inspired by the district leadership and the work around our professional learning communities at every school site. And those professional learning communities or PLCs are really about our educators coming together to collaborate. They're building common assessments to ensure that students at the same grade level on the same subject are learning the same materials. And then how are they learning them? It's remarkable to see the excitement of these educators, the excitement of these teachers, and what they know they can bring to the students. I am new to hearing about um, these PLCs. Um, personalized learning communities, is that what it is? Professional learning Professional, sorry. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of our listeners may not know about them because it's happening behind the scenes. Are these PLCs, is this new to the district, or is it something that they've the district has been working on for a long time and is just getting more organized now. I would say that it's fairly new to our district. It was introduced as a concept by the middle school a number of years ago. We hit COVID and it kind of jilted some of that time, but a lot of things had to fall into place to make this really happen well. And um, a couple things have happened for this year that have ensured its success. 
One, um, the district has ensured that we can bring the PLC training to all of our campuses through district training. So our teachers are not leaving to go to a conference in another location. The training is happening right here. And we have the teacher leads, we have the department leads all coming together on an afternoon or on a morning um, here within MBUSD to have this learning happen. The second thing that's really encouraged um, this whole process is changes in schedules and adaptations that have ensured that teachers have built-in collaboration time. This isn't successful if the teachers don't have time to meet. Right. So they're taking that training that they're learning and then they're bringing it to their individual school sites and continuing to build on that. And without district leadership support, without support for time for professional development, and without a change in the middle school schedule, for example, our teachers wouldn't have that opportunity to gather together to ensure that this can happen. Great, that's one of the things that I appreciate most about our district is there does always seem the desire to improve. You know, what are we, in the top 2% of schools, is that what Costa just in the country? Yes, Maricosta yeah. just received top 2% in yeah. the entire country. That doesn't happen by accident. That happens through MBEF support, through all the parents who roll up their sleeves starting in kindergarten, you know, to help. And also through the administration really um, saying we can do better, we can do better, we can do better. And taking the steps that it takes to continue to improve. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, thank you so much. I will let you get back to your day. Thank, thank you so you. much. It was great to see you and talk to you as always. You too. Thank you. I'm at Pacific and it's such a treat to meet you, Amanda. Thank you so much for taking some time to sit down with me. Absolutely. It's my pleasure. Thank you. You've been at the high school, you've seen MBEF in action at the high school, and yes. now you're seeing it at one of our elementary schools. How do you see MBEF improving the culture of the campus? Mm -hmm. um, however, MBEF means the most to you, I'd love to hear. Yeah, well, we definitely appreciate that everything that MBEF pours into our school district from TK all the way to grade 12, but specifically in elementary schools. One of the things that we really appreciate is our smaller class sizes in our lower grades. It really gives us the ability to personalize the learning for our students, and that's really something we're focusing on here in education where we're trying to really meet the needs of our students academically, social, emotionally, and behaviorally within the classroom setting. And that, of course, is easier to do with smaller class sizes. Um, we also have wonderful TOSAs in our district who are teachers on special assignment who are able to support our classroom teachers by giving them coaching experiences and providing them with additional information to support their instruction within the classroom every day. Our students here at Pacific and throughout the district get to partake in wonderful programs, including music uh, from our fantastic music teachers that are provided by MBEF. They get to have an amazing PE teacher here on campus, so our students are partaking in PE daily here. We have library for our students to visit with our wonderful librarian. 
science lab visits take place in addition to makerspace. And so for our students who really excel in different areas, they really have that time to shine, whether it's musically, athletically, artistically, where they're building something and creating something and really getting that those creative juices flowing, or they're really scientifically minded and, and getting the opportunity to have those hands-on experiences in science lab. So we truly see it from the classroom to the playground to any you know specific location on campus that our students visit MBF really touches every part of the campus with every one of our students so we're very appreciative great great thank you well, we're appreciative for the great work that you do so thank you. thank you and thanks for spending just a few minutes with us it, it helps to uh, just kind of re- remind all of us how every day every child just really is really affected for the better by MBEF and through the grants that we are able to provide. Yes, I couldn't agree with that more. Okay, great. Thanks, Amanda. Do you guys know anything about MBEF? Uh, my sister goes there. Your sister goes to MBEF? <laughs> okay, MBMS. My sister goes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, MBEF, MBMS. So, can you guys tell me your first name and what grade you're in? My- my name's Asher. I'm in second grade. Uh, awesome. Yeah. Can you tell me, Asher, what's your favorite part of the school day? Um, maybe like sometimes if there's like library or otherwise uh, math. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Great. And can you introduce yourself? My name is Rhiannon, and I'm in third grade. And my favorite part of the school day is like library or multiplication well that's technically math technically so no wonder you guys are friends you are library and math kids okay well thank you so much this is a microphone oh i'm coming here trying to find out what is the best part of the school day oh you changed your mind what's your favorite what's my what you changed your mind what's your favorite my favorite um part of the school day uh recess recess yeah that's a good one okay aside from recess and lunch what can you tell me your name and tell me your favorite part of the school day? Um, my name is Olive, and the favorite part of the school day is when we do art, I guess. When you do art, okay, great. Oh, sorry. My name is Harper, and my favorite part of the school day does it have to be like every day? Nope, it can be like something um, you do once a week. I like science lab because we get to like pet the pets and like we get to play with the physics toys and all that. Oh, awesome. Thanks, Harper. You're welcome. My name is Max and my favorite part of the school day is Makerspace. Ding! Is that what you were going to say too? That's okay. You can say it too. My name is Ben and my favorite part is Makerspace. Okay, great. Uh, My name is Townsend and my favorite part of the day is the end of science lab because I love the leopard geckos. They're so cute. I love... I just love animals. You do. Awesome. I'm an animal lover. Me too. That's awesome. Thank you. I'm Olivia. My favorite part of the day is having like lunch recess. Okay. What else? Um, going to Makerspace. Makerspace. Okay. Yeah. A lot of Makerspace fans. My name is Jude, and my favorite thing of the day is math. Math. My name is Carmela, and my favorite part of the day is seeing my friends. That's awesome. Yes. How about school? Is there anything about school that you love? Do you love gym or? Um, recess. 
recess that yeah. again you get to be with your friends right yeah great Carmela I would love to hear all your names and can you tell me what is your favorite one at a time what's your favorite part of the day not lunch or recess okay. my name is Ch my name is Charlie and my favorite part of the day is writers workshop awesome thank you my name is Jace, and my favorite part of the day is Makerspace. Makerspace. Thank you so much, Amber. And I, and I like Makerspace. Makerspace, too. Okay. My name is Molly, and my favorite time of the day is Science Lab. Science Lab. Thanks, Molly. Hi. Hi, my name is Julian. My favorite part of the day is Makerspace. Awesome. Thank you so much for talking to me today. So I came into the library to talk to a bunch of first graders, and I see you, Mrs. Snively. It's so nice to see you. So now nice that, to now see that I have you, two Mrs. big kids, Pedro. I never get to see you. Um, but I just I'm talking to people around the campuses on how MBEF shows up and the difference that you see MBEF making in the lives of our kids. Well, thank you. I can speak directly to the impact MBEF has on literacy and that children can come to our school libraries and have free choice. Of course, they have books at home and books in the classroom, but we have in our libraries thousands and thousands here at Grandview, 20,000 books and that can uh, hit any interest level that they may like. That they have the free choice here because at it's their classrooms they're directed with instructional reading. But here in the library they build that love of reading, the joy that keeps them coming back to the library. Also, uh, I'm so proud that in our school libraries we are open before school and after school for casual drop-in, take care of business. More importantly, during recess time for at least at Grandview, it's for third graders, fourth graders, and fifth graders at either snack recess or lunch recess so they can come in and, you know, find their people. Not every child is a playground kid, and they come in and they find their people. They can read quietly or draw, just chit-chat, and, and find their community here in a safe space. So, space. so I'm so proud to be part of MBF's work bringing the best in education for our children. Now I'm over at the middle school sitting down with Lauren Galp Galbraith. It's so nice to meet you. Thank nice you. to meet you too. And what is supposed to be a very quick chat, I think we could talk for an hour. <laughs> and I think all of our parents would love to know about the work you're doing and we probably have a lot of specific questions for you. So we'll have to get you back on later. But the goal of this episode is just to talk about MBEF in action and how MBEF dollars are affecting every child every day. And I know you are an MBEF funded role. Mm -hmm. So I would love to hear a little bit about you, your role, and some of the work that you're doing here. Great. So my role is counselor on special assignment for student success. And I'm specifically based here uh, at Manhattan Beach Middle School, which I've been here for 10 years. And how this position came to be was really born out of seeing the need for overall tier one, which means addressing all students, school-wide counseling programs and initiatives that just couldn't be tackled by the multiple other counselors that we have here on campus. Most of the other counselors all have caseloads, have students that, that we work with. So every day there might be student issues coming up, things that kind of pull off, off course to kind of the bigger programs and initiatives that we really wanna be doing. So I saw that gap and created this position to be able to 
address school-wide counseling lessons that all students can be receiving. For example, all students received wave prep lessons through airtime. So the wave prep lessons focused on school-wide expectations just how to be a middle schooler, especially for those sixth graders who have come in for the first time, even for those eighth graders who need those reminders. We had lessons, we had two lessons focused on digital citizenship, and those really were born out of looking at the data from the prior year, seeing some of the infractions and some of the data that came out from student detentions or what teachers were working with students on that needed some improvement. So that was a big focus. We had lessons focused on uh, what no place for hate is and the student committee that's coming together that's looking at addressing um, school-wide lessons and initiatives that they want MBMS to work on. It's amazing to see students rise up who really want to take part and feel connected not only to peers who feel the same way and have the same interests as they do, um, but students who want to take the time out of their day to talk about these big topics that is outside their academic or their elective classes. So by creating and having space to be able to run these programs, you see these amazing students rise to the occasion. And not only for No Place for Hate, but for programs like WEB, which is, stands for Where Everybody Belongs, uh, which is a program that I've brought back to life. We did have this here a few years ago, whereby eighth graders help transition in the sixth graders to MBMS, and 71 amazing web leaders helped run orientation, ran orientation for the sixth graders. And the goal this year is to create a few activities to have those eighth grade web leaders connect with the sixth graders to serve as a touch point and to serve as a resource to ask questions to, but to really help the sixth graders feel connected and have a sense of belonging here at MBMS. You know, sorry, this is a little bit of a mm -hmm. diversion, but I'm just thinking about what an important program that is mm -hmm. on so many levels. And of course, it benefits the middle school right now, which is lovely, and the mm -hmm. kids in the middle school. But I think the lessons of we all belong, or where everybody mm -hmm. belongs, sorry, mm -hmm. will go with these kids for the rest of their lives, whether they see, you know, in work being a mentor or finding a mentor mm -hmm. and just that knowledge of we all belong I think is really a powerful message in a community that's very divided right now. Right. I think that students, uh, incoming sixth grade students, were able to see a diverse representation of eighth grade students and so that kind of helped them connect to see hey, you know, maybe I might connect with that person or I see someone like me. And so I think that that transition for them just helps them feel more comfortable in a brand new setting, in a large school setting where you have five elementary schools coming into one. Um, and on top of that, too, I'd like to also bring up that MBMS is opening up our a brand new student union and wellness center. And what was born out of that was after Maricosta had opened theirs and the data showed that students were looking for a place to connect, we looked at our data from the panorama survey that we give to see that 58% of students felt connected here at MBMS, which to us was a very low number. Yeah. So after looking at that, we really looked to see how can we continue to build um, a place of belonging, a sense of connectedness, and an opportunity for students to come to a space that looks unique, that will be have comfortable seating, cool couches, but also have tables for students to be able to study together, work together, and have classroom lessons that the counselors can help run. And it can be on anywhere from, you know, how to manage your anxiety or stress. It could be how to work with, how to deal with conflict and pure relationships, which can happen in middle school. Um, but we want to use it at a place for uh, students to meet and congregate, lessons right. to be taught, 
uh, parents to hold workshops. Um, we have parent university workshops uh, being held in here. Um, student committees and clubs to invite them to come in here. But we want to be able to create a space that can also segue into the high school so that by the time they get to Maricosta, they're familiar with the student union and know how it works. So we're so excited to have that open and launch in the spring. So you're doing some great work here. Thank you so much. And just so MBEF in action here mm -hmm. is the lessons that you're teaching on the morning wave, mm -hmm. the no place for hate and the where everybody belongs program there's all these opportunities for kids to just learn to be their best versions of themselves mm -hmm. yes um and to connect and to do all those really important things i'm glad you wrote this job description it's incredible work that you do yes i'm very fortunate i'm mbef and yeah look forward to the exciting work to come yeah great looking forward to it as well thank you so much thank lauren you. Awesome group of seventh graders here at the middle school. My name, my name is Sophia Finn, and my favorite part of the school day is Science Lab. I'm Rebecca, and my favorite part of the school day is Advanced Math. Hi, I'm Harper Forbes, and my favorite part of the school day is Drama. Hi, I'm Kara Kim, and my favorite part of the school day is Yearbook. Great. Hi, I'm Maggie Griffin, and my favorite part of the school day is Art. Thanks, Max. Hi, I'm Tara Shapiri, and my favorite part of the school day is ASB. What's ASB? Uh, associated Student Body and Leadership. Okay, great, thanks. Hi, I'm Avery Johnson, and my favorite part of the day is choir. Great. Thanks, Avery. Hi, I'm Annie Padnos, and my favorite part of the day is orchestra. Awesome. Thanks, girls. Great, I'm so happy to be here with you. Thank you so much. I'm sitting down with Jennifer Wynn. Yes, hi. hi. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, it's it's an honor to have you. Thanks for making some time for us. And we really wanted to speak with you as the principal of the middle school because you probably see a lot of what the impacts of MBEF here every day. So can you speak to how MBEF shows up on your campus every day? Yeah, sure. So specifically, I would say that I really appreciate the support of MBEF because it's not only given us support in terms of people, such as board counselors. It supports one of our assistant principals here. Um, it supports our COSA, which is our counselor on special assignment, and TOSAs around the district. Um, and plus, MBEF also supports in giving us different grants. And you know, we just got elected as the site for having the top 16 in LA County Teachers of the Year. And I did not know that. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. So, you know, MBEF really helps support that initiative as well. And so in terms of people, that's the great thing that MBEF does. And then when it comes into action and how that shows up for us at MBEF, or I'm sorry, MBMS, is that um, today, for example, this morning, we had two of the district TOSAs, one the Literacy TOSA and the other one was the MTSS TOSA. Um, and they were able to come into our English and Language Arts Department, PLC, and show our teachers how to look at STAR data, which is a universal screener that we have for our students to determine where they're at. And with that data, now teachers have the ability to look at the students who are excelling, students who are kind of in the middle, and then those who are struggling. And so with that, the TOSAs were able to provide teachers with some um, valuable resources to help them make more informed decisions for their instruction, as well as how they're going to plan out future sessions for airtime, which we can talk about a little bit later, but it's more focused. And I think what's great about the initiatives of MBEF is that it's, um, 
there's an owner for an initiative. You know, like the TOSAs own the data. Our counselor on special assignment owns like tier one lessons across the board. Um, and there's always these great ideas that all schools want to implement, but without someone who can really own it and take charge of it and implement it, it's always kind of done um, kind of like halfway versus like fully with fidelity. And with these supports of these individuals who can own these initiatives, it's been such a game changer. And that's why I'm constantly telling people how much we really should be, you know, supporting MBEF because they in turn support us so much. Wow, that's great. That's great. It's interesting to hear you talk about the academic side of it with the TOSAs because I think when a lot of people think of MBEF, they think about music and arts mm-hmm. and kind of the, the uh, excuse me for saying, the, the more fun stuff. Sure. So I think yeah. you offer a really great perspective on how how wide the reach is. So yes. it's both so wide and so deep. So Right, absolutely. And it's not to say that MBEF, of course, they absolutely do support in all of these enriching um, extension activities such as music and art and drama and film of course I think like you said those are what would be considered like the fun activities yeah and l- like even um, with like Vex Robotics that's another like fun activity that we have for the kids supported by MBEF the thing is is that of course you know in a in a district like MBUSD one of the main board goals is to maximize academic success yes. and to have this supplemental partnership with MBEF in helping us to achieve that is just something that I don't think is an opportunity that many districts have. And so why not capitalize on having that and doing as much as we can with it? Great, great. Thank you. Thank you so much for your time today and for talking to our parents. Yeah, of course. Um, And for, you know, just for highlighting some of the ways you see MBEF alive on your campus. Well, I'm super grateful for, like I said, the educational partnership that we have with MBEF. And I know that a big driver of that is our parent community. Yes. And so I am, I, I feel very fortunate and am super grateful for the chance to be a part of it. Because, you know, I, I think that with the education at stake for our kids, how wonderful it is that we're not just a school entity that's making that happen. We're doing it, you know, simultaneously with the collaboration of our community. And you don't often get to see that in other school districts. And so that's why our students here, when they're here at MBMS, they're really getting like this educational life opportunity and and being exposed to like classrooms without walls you know it's not a traditional institution it's a place where you're going to learn how to grow and excel and expand your horizons to many different things you're not just going to come here read out of a textbook and get a grade that's that's not what we're about and mbef helps us a lot with that that's awesome yeah i feel so lucky that my daughter is able to go to school here and thank you so much for all you do of course yeah yeah, thank Thank you. you my pleasure I'm so happy to be sitting down at Miracosta with two of MBEF student ambassadors. So thank you guys for sitting down with me. It's great to meet you both. We just thought it would be a good idea to hear from some of our students why they chose to spend time as MBEF ambassadors and also 
you know, how and they're both, you guys are both seniors, right? Yes. Okay, great. So how MBEF has affected your life and shown up in your education. Have you both been here since kindergarten? Yeah. Yes. Okay, great. So you have 12 years experience. Right. Okay, great. Um, first, can you introduce yourself, please? Yes. Um, my name is Abby Sayo. I'm a senior right now. And um, I've been at Penny Camp since kindergarten. So I've been able to like progress through like elementary school, MBMS, and then now at COSTA. And I've really felt the benefits of MBEF through like electives such as um, orchestra or like model UN, um, which a lot of our student ambassadors are. They really help with continuing the programs that are here in our schools, as well as just motivating students to continue, as well as the student, like teacher to student ratio in our classes has been really great. We don't have like too many students in one class. Everyone has like an equal opportunity um, to learn. Great. Yeah. When you say motivating, can you just expand on that a little bit? So our electives offer a lot of opportunities. Um, for instance, like um, or the orchestra program that I'm in, we get to perform at different like venues. Like last year, we went to Walt Disney Concert Hall, and next year we have trips like the Czech Republic and Poland. Opportunities like that are very rare in other schools, and I think that is something that motivates students to continue the program as well as get them excited about what they're doing. That's a great example. Thank you. Thanks. What, just out of curiosity, what instrument do you play? I play the violin. Oh, okay. Great. Great. We love the orchestra program as well. Yeah. Great. Can you introduce yourself? Yes. My name is Akash Mishra. I am also a senior at Maricosta, and like Abby, I went to Penny Camp for elementary school and have been in MBUSD for 12 years, so definitely very familiar with the district. Um, you know, a few things that I'd say about MBEF and about the funding and um, you know, there are so many students that I've come across that really want to push themselves in the classroom. You know, whether they whether it's they want to take the most advanced classes or, you know, they want to really use the resources that they have. And MBEF plays a huge role in providing those resources. There are so many other schools that don't have access to these resources because they simply can't, you know, gather the subsidies or they can't gather the funding for these um, different programs, like Abby was talking about with the orchestra program, these electives. But I think that MBEF plays a huge role in student life and you know, activating student potential because we're able to utilize these resources in the best possible way and really achieve or reach our full potential. Great, thanks, great mm -hmm. Akash, thanks. Can you give me an example of whether it's an MBEF mm -hmm. program, you know, something that you're talking mm -hmm. about that you felt, because I know you are doing great, um, right. you're an ambitious mm -hmm. kid, what, MBEF programs have really helped you specifically? I think the biggest one actually has been the emphasis on counseling, you know, oh, within, really? within the, schools. And, okay. you know, I have really taken advantage of the counseling opportunities that I've had both at the middle school and at the high school. I have developed really close relationships with all of my guidance counselors. And as someone who considers himself a very ambitious student, someone who likes to push myself in the classroom, Things can get very out of hand. Things can get, you know, I can find myself in pressure cooker situations and having resources like the counselors to fall back on, you know, to console me, to comfort me, to help me when I've needed it has been so beneficial for my growth. You know, there's, it's right. really interesting as I'm talking to people, everyone is bringing up something different, mm -hmm. which is really cool. It just shows how um, broad the, the right. ranges of MBEFs. And I haven't heard anyone talk about the counseling. So thanks for sharing yeah, that. Yeah, of course. That. 
Okay, great. So thank you both for your time um, today and also all the time that you give to MBEF. And good luck to you both. Thank you so much. Thank you. I had such a great conversation with Akash and Abby earlier today. I said we need more student voices. Mm -hmm. So I'm here with you. Can you introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Naomi Kim. I'm a senior at Maricosta High School. Um, I'm involved in a range of activities on Maricosta, including Model UN, our swim team, and so forth. It's great to be with you here today. <laughs> it's great to have you. Thank you so much. You are an MBEF ambassador. Yes. So how many years have you been doing that? I have been doing that for two years, so this is my second year. Okay, great. And now you're a lead ambassador. Yes. Congratulations. Thank you. There are so many activities and so many things you can do. Can you please tell me why you chose to spend your time helping MBEF? Yeah, so this is a story I end up sharing a lot on um, during my MBEF events, but it's something that's really important to me because I moved not to uh, not to long ago, I actually moved in eighth grade, and therefore when I came here, I was super lost, didn't really know what to get involved in and so forth, but I think that someone who was a huge help for me when I didn't know you know, a whole lot about my academic plan was my counselor, and she was so, so sweet. She really helped me put together my four-year plan back when I didn't have upperclassmen friends or teachers who could really help me guide, um, who could help guide me through that process. So I think that's how I became inspired, and now I want to help um, other people who are also new. And I know the MBEF has those new parent meetings, and we're constantly you know, reaching out into our community to find ways that we could help Help, um, you know include people in, into our community and that's really why I love being a part of MBEF and being a part of that um, I guess being a part of that action and being a part of that that community outreach that's awesome that's such a great <laughs> I love it. it's so cool to talk to people because everyone's experience with MBEF mm -hmm. is really different yeah so I will ask you one more question I know cool. you're busy no, with you're the good. middle of college <laughs> applications and <laughs> life is you. crazy of course is there any way that MBEF shows up kind of every day in your life, whether it's zero period or what on campus at Miracosta mm -hmm. jumps out at you that like really makes your life better? Well, in addition to the school counselors, I would definitely say the size of our classes. I love that I could have a really intimate connection with my teachers and I know that's something that's really enabled by MBEF and by MBEF's investment in lowering the, you know, lowering our class sizes. I think that's, you know, really important for me as a high schooler, but I know it's going to be even more crucial for our elementary schoolers and our middle schoolers who are still growing, um, finding new ways to learn, finding new ways to connect with other people, and having that one-on-one -on -one connection with our teachers is something that's very valuable at that age, and I think that's how I'm always reminded by MBEF and its contributions to our school um, community. Awesome. Thank you so much. MBEF is lucky to have you as a student <laughs> ambassador. No, yeah. So thank you for giving your time you to so MBEF and to our community. And cool. good luck with your apps. Thanks for taking a few thank minutes you. to talk to me. Okay. Thank you so much. Wow. Those kids are so extraordinary. It's amazing to see the quality kids that our district produces. So I just wanted to thank you so much for listening. I hope you learned about MBEF and the grants that you and we are giving throughout the community to help give our kids the best education possible. Thank you again for listening. Please ask your kids and ask your teachers and the administrators you come across how MBEF is helping them. Thanks so much.